amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. There you will stand, sweetie strong. I will say, along live swift cast. Your headphones blaring our podcast. Nothing is sweeter than swift cast. Hey guys, welcome to episode 46 of swift cast. This is Jill, Ashley, and Steph, and we're really excited to be bringing you this episode this week. There's been a lot of spottings of Taylor in New York. We've gotten lots of new pictures, and today Taylor even, you know, went on Instagram and liked a bunch of our pictures, so that was really exciting. If she liked yours, congratulations, and um, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a pretty eventful New York week for Taylor. She was, she was creeping a lot today. Yeah, how do you guys feel about her her move to New York? Well, I have to say, I called it last week that Taylor would be out looking for a new place to do dance this week, and she in fact was. So I was like, wow, I was actually right about what she was going to do. Yeah, our, our next week, Taylor Will has become pretty useful. Yeah, and I don't know if you guys heard, but I heard that her... her uh, I don't know what it's called, condo suite apartment thing in New York was $20 million. It's called a double penthouse. Oh, double penthouse. <laughs> it's literally two penthouses put together with like a total of more than, I don't know, I think like eight bedrooms. I think it's 10. $20 million. That, kind of, that explains why she keeps forgetting where she puts things in her apartment because that's a lot of rooms. Well, her place in Rhode Island was cheaper And is on the beach. Yeah, 17. Can I just say that now that Taylor has a house in Rhode Island and New York, she's, I'm literally right in the middle of her. And it's wonderful. (laughs) Well, in New York, you usually pay like a billion dollars to live in a closet. So it was no surprise that she paid $20 million for this mansion. I've seen some photos of what it looked like when it was on sale because apparently the Lord of the Rings producer, I guess he's the one who owned it before. And the inside looks really nice. Um, Whoa! Really? That is really cool news. The Lord of the Rings producer. That's one of my favorite movies. Peter Jackman, I think is his name. Peter Jackson, yeah. (laughs) That is so cool. Yeah, it was on sale for a while. And then originally it didn't sell. So I think a lot of the real estate like blogs and websites and magazines were sort of keeping tabs on it. And then... They got reports that a celebrity had bought it, and apparently it looks like it was Taylor. Turns out it was Taylor Swift. <laughs> That's so cool to say that, you know, you own the house, Peter Jackson. I guess if you're really into Lord of the Rings. Well, for the next person, it'll probably sell for quadruple the price just because Taylor's owned it, if she ever even sells it. I mean, I just... she's She really is just collecting homes. <laughs> I wonder if, because... It was like a pretty nice apartment already when he had it. If she's going to keep it the way it is or if she's going to totally redecorate it. I I don't know. I guess it depends on how much time she'll spend there because 
you know, now that's getting closer to summertime and it's getting warmer out, I think she's going to be back in her Rhode Island house more. I mean, you know, until the uh, tour starts. But I mean, with her plane, you know, she could have breakfast in Rhode Island, fly over to New York for lunch and shopping, and then be back in Rhode Island or any of her other homes by dinner. It's so true. One thing with her being in New York, we've had a lot of photos of her this week, and every outfit has been completely spot on. I was going to say, have you guys noticed that her style looks a lot different when she's out and about in New York versus L.A.? I think she does it on purpose. Oh, yeah. But she does it very, very well. Yeah. I really, I, she must, she must have a stylist that she keeps in her closet. (laughs) I really think she does. Because when she's in LA, her outfits are sort of like a lot more bright colors, a lot more like loose fitting, like flowy, floral, bright things, leggings, tights, whatever. And then in New York, she's wearing like a lot more darker colors and sophisticated it's like New York style. Yeah, jumpers and leather jackets. and I loved the leather jacket in the rain yesterday. Those were good pictures. I was like, what? This has to be a magazine photo shoot, right? Like, this cannot just be. It looks like an ad. And it made me really excited because I have a leather jacket that, I mean, it's, it's obviously not the same one. I'm sure hers costs $100. But I have a leather jacket that looks exactly like it. But I got it at, like, I think Forever 21. And I've got to say, I'm officially used to and a fan of her short hair now. Did you not like it at first? I didn't dislike it when she got it, but I just was not used to it. And I wasn't sure, you know, what sort of style she was going to wear it in every day. And I just, it just felt, you know, so different that it was strange. But I've gotten used to it. And I think it's like really, really flattering on her. It is, yeah. I think she's like, she's... She's kind of back to, like, the preppy, like, almost New York stylish fashion. I mean, when I think of her with long hair, or when I think of, like, the Red Album era, I go right to, like, a sundress, long hair, and bangs. But now, like, this album, I'm going to think of, like, short hair, and, like, she seems to be wearing a lot of, like, pants and blazers, or shorts and the blazers. I think, I mean... She really is, like, trying on a new style with her short hair. It's very strange for me to think of her performing with the short hair, though. Yeah, with hair flips, it might be very different. But she'll figure something out. She'll get extensions just for the hair flips. <laughs> so, yeah, we've we've been lucky to get so much uh, news now that Taylor's been in New York all week. And we have some other pieces of news, so we'll go right into Keeping Up with Swift. Uh, well, on March 29th, which was yesterday, the Kids' Choice Awards aired, and as we mentioned, Taylor was in New York, so she did not attend. And unfortunately, she also did not win any awards last night. Uh, but congratulations to Selena Gomez and One Direction. Selena won Favorite Female Singer, and One Direction won Favorite Song for Story of My Life. However, I think the ACM Awards are going to be really big, and this could be a huge, huge moment for Taylor if she wins Entertainer of the Year because she could become the first female to ever win that award three times. So please, please go out and vote for her. You can go to voteacm.com and vote once a day for her for Entertainer of the Year. And then during the show, they'll also accept votes via text. So be sure that you tune in. That's going to air on April 6th on CBS. 
And aside from the huge Entertainer of the Year category, she's also nominated for Single of the Year for Highway Don't Care, Video of the Year for Highway Don't Care, Vocal Event of the Year for Highway Don't Care, and Female Vocalist. Uh, she hasn't been announced yet as a performer, but we'll keep you updated. I'm guessing she will. Yeah, and we'll definitely have full coverage of that on next week's episode, talking about all the awards, her fashion, literally everything. So look forward to that. So back to some of Taylor's New York adventures recently. Last night, she was at a performance of the new musical called Bullets on Broadway. And it looks like she had a great time partying with the cast after the show. Um, One of the stars of the musical is Zach Braff. From He was on the TV show Scrubs and a couple other things. And so it looks like they had a lot of fun. And then Taylor also made friends with a dog. I don't know whose dog it was. Yeah, there were two dogs in the photo. I don't know if they were part of the musical somehow. I don't really know what Bullets on Broadway is. But I was also wondering if Meredith got jealous when she smelled the dogs on Taylor. Maybe that's why Taylor had Meredith out today with her. <laughs> it's um, I actually looked up a little about that musical, and it's an interesting sounding story. It, it was set in, I believe it was the 1920s, and it's about a playwright who is trying to finance his show. So he borrows money or gets money from a gangster who then makes him cast his girlfriend who has no talent in the play. That's horrible. <laughs> but it was actually a movie several years ago, so now this is the musical version, and Woody Allen directed the movie and did the the play. Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting. Speaking on that, I think that, I feel like Taylor can go to any party she wants, even if she has absolutely nothing to do with, like, the event <laughs> or the cast at all. Like, I feel like she just... She just showed up at this, like, cast party, and they were like, yeah, come party with us. Well, a few days before that, she was spotted at the show for The Bleachers, which is um, the project that Jack from Fun is in right now. And that's also Lena Dunham's boyfriend, so they went and partied at that show. Yeah. I just, I love how she just goes to all these random events. And somebody, just like a random person who was in the crowd at that concert, had tweeted... I just witnessed Taylor Swift dancing award show style live in front of me, and it was the best thing ever. (laughs) We all want to see that live. Uh, Speaking of exciting news that happened this week, uh, a new video was released of Taylor when she was um, visiting the hospital in New York City on March 28th, and the video shows her doing an acoustic performance of Teardrops on My Guitar for a patient who has kidney cancer and I was just floored by this video. I mean, who who else would go to a hospital and stay there for four and a half hours when you're only scheduled for one hour and then also be performing for patients? Um, but I honestly can't say I'm surprised because it's Taylor and that's the kind of stuff she does. I don't think that was on the I don't think that was this past weekend, I think that was that was two weekends ago. Well, the the post and the video were just released on Twitter this week. Oh, okay. I think the video was released on March 28th, but she went to the hospital last weekend. It was the 21st or the 22nd? Yeah, I thought it was the 22nd because I thought it was a Saturday. I think because, just a quick tidbit, our other host, uh, a guy, Swifty Nate, um... He and I were in New York when she was in New York, and she was only, we were at the museum, 
a museum there and she was only nine minutes away from us at this hospital and we didn't even know until we got back home. It was the worst ever. That was sort of like how um, Liz, our guest, saw that Taylor was at her old job when she wasn't there anymore. But anyways, I thought I thought all those pictures of her with the kids were like, that was, I, I didn't even have words for it. It made me so happy to see her with all those kids. So another really, really, really exciting thing that happened this week is that Taylor passed 40 million followers on Twitter. Woo! Yes. It's pretty awesome. And in somewhat related news, it was also announced in a report that Taylor is is responsible for selling over 61% of all the albums that have ever been sold by her label, Big Machine. That's that's a lot. Over over half? They have sold. Wow. So that label has been around since, you know, basically when Taylor started, 2006 or seven, And they've sold 36 million total albums on their label, and 22 million of those have been from Taylor. That seems like it should be more than 61%. <laughs> It's a, no, it's about just a little less than two thirds. That's that's crazy. Wow. When you think about how many artists are on the label now, uh, not only just the big machine label, it has a bunch of offshoots now. Yeah, it has Republic, um, Valerie, and I think they just added another one. Yeah, I think Dot. It might be called Dot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and if you think about the huge artists who are on that label now, Rascal Flatts, Tim McGraw, Florida Georgia Line, Cassidy mm-hmm. Pope. Uh, But again, I can't say I'm surprised. I mean, no one else can sell over 1 million albums during a release week but Taylor. So (laughs) let's keep it up for this next album. Definitely. Yeah, it's going to be like 90% 90 of our albums by the time our next one comes out. So true. So we've had a lot of Taylor news this week, even though she's still been in her downtime. I like that we still get little pieces of random news like this. Um, and I think that's I think that's it for this week. So now we have uh, some good mini segments for you guys this week. There's a lot of Swifty problems as usual. Swifties always have problems. <laughs> and our first one comes from at Taylor is amaze, and they say being jealous of a cat. Swifty problems. I feel like that's one of the problems that comes up a lot. So true. <laughs> Being jealous of any object Taylor touches. Yeah, I think when I saw Taylor carrying Meredith today, I was like, wow, I wish I were a cat right now. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I wish I was in that carrier. Uh, Our next one is from at lady underscore gg13. When you run out of money to buy Taylor merchandise. Swifty problems. And this is also a common problem, but we have a Swifty solution to it. And that is to enter our giveaway. And we'll be talking about that later in this episode. Yay. Swifty Solutions. Yay. Our next one is from at Taylor Swift with two T's. And they said, when Taylor liked your Instagram picture and you need to survive the heart attack and break down Swifty problems. (laughs) I can't even imagine. How did you get it together enough to even send this tweet? I don't know. I don't know. It's never happened to any of us. Yeah, I would just be on the floor. Crying. It's crazy. We, ha- we have so many Swifty problems that involve Meredith this week. Our next one comes from at A underscore MCC 13. Neighbor's cat that looks like Meredith wanders over to my house 
and I have to do 20 double takes. Wishful thinking, Swifty problems. So you think the neighbor's cat is Meredith when you see her? Yeah, I kind of want to see a picture of the cat now. I, I wonder if it's just a cat that looks like Meredith, or they also have a uh, Scottish fold. Um, our next one is from at TSwift underscore updating, trying to get Taylor to stalk you. Swifty problems. And I think that means probably <laughs> uploading 500 pictures onto Instagram and hoping Taylor will comment or like it. I uploaded one. She didn't comment or like it, though. <laughs> Her feed must be so funny, like, in, like, the downtime like this, you know, she's probably getting, like, you know, a good amount. And then, like, when she starts liking everyone's pictures, she goes to her feed and it's just, like, nonstop. Well, I didn't really know that this was all happening today. And then I opened Instagram a couple hours ago and, like, everybody had just sent Taylor, like, a million pictures. And I was like, what is going on? Yeah. It's like, unless you get it within the first ten minutes that she's doing it, you have no chance. <laughs> Our next one is from at Stay, Tay, and Slay. Wow, that was a tongue twister of a handle. (laughs) They said, how am I supposed to choose a new profile picture? All of Tay's pictures are perfect. Swifty problems. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I have that same problem with choosing the wallpaper background for my phone. Oh, yeah. And our last one. Man, it was all Swifty problems this week. (laughs) Our last one is from at Opera Swift, and they say Swifty problems. When your mom doesn't understand, it's not an obsession, it's a lifestyle. <laughs> so true. So true. I used to think my mom didn't like Taylor Swift because I like Taylor Swift so much, but she she keeps telling me that's not true. <laughs> Alright, so a lot of Swifty problems this week, and thank you guys for sending in all of your segments. Um, you can always send them in to us every week, and we love getting them, and we love reading them. And since you guys like sending us stuff about yourselves, we're going to tell you some stuff about ourselves in our main discussion this week. Um, we're going to let you get to know us a little better. We've um, interviewed each other, asked each other some questions about, you know, about Taylor and about our personal life. So we just thought it'd be fun if you guys got to know us a little better. Maybe we'll answer any questions that you have and haven't been able to ask us. So yeah, we'll start the interviews off. And Haley and Nate will magically appear. We're going to start with Jill interviewing me. All right. So I have a couple. Okay, I have eight. We'll see how this goes. Wow, that's so, a lot. <laughs> they're brief. So my first question for you, Steph, is outside of fangirling about Taylor, what is your favorite activities to do? Or you can do hobbies, hobbies or activities. I knew this was going to be a question when we <laughs> came up with this. And I've been having a problem recently because I don't really have very many hobbies outside of <laughs> fangirling over Taylor. Um, but I recently started running a lot. Oh, um, good for you. I'm running a half marathon in May. Really? So, See, I'm already learning stuff. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, so I'm already up to I'm at five miles. I still have over two months to go. Wow, so good I'm for in- you. Yeah, it's fun. And I listen to Taylor. I mean, it, clearly it's directly related to my fangirling over Taylor, but all I need is just to put Taylor on and I can just run and run. Are you, really... where are you running it? Uh, right now, because it's still cold out, I'm just doing treadmill training. No, no, I then... mean, like, where's the marathon going to be? Oh, in Pittsburgh. Oh, um, oh, that's cool. Yep. 
Yeah, so once it gets warmer, I have to get outside. Are you are you doing it with anyone or? No, it's just by myself. It's something Good I've always you, learned Steph. to do. Yeah, I'm excited. It should be That'll fun. That'll be exciting. So the next one is Taylor related. It I guess this ties into since you said you listen to Taylor while you're running, what song of Taylor's means the most to you and why? And you can only pick one. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's really tough. Almost impossible because there's so many. But I'm going to go with Mean because I think that's one of the songs that I could just never forget about because anytime in life, no matter what what is happening to you, if you're having trouble with your job or school or your friends or anyone, that's a song you can turn to and it just makes you, makes you feel better. It makes you realize that things are going to be okay in the end. And even when things seem like they're just never going to get better, someday they will. And Taylor's proof of that. You know, it doesn't doesn't matter what people say about you. Yeah. Well, that kind of answered another question I had, which was, what is the biggest influence Taylor has had on you? So I guess that ties in, kind of. Yeah, I think um, she shows us to just be yourself and... Everything's going to work out. Be fearless. Yeah. So this one's a little unrelated. What is your dream career and place to live? If you could live in one place and be doing one job, what would it be? Oh, wow. Uh, definitely not where, where I'm living or <laughs> working right now. Uh, I mean, I, I actually, I don't live in Pittsburgh right now, but I love living in Pittsburgh so that would be, I guess, one of my dream places to live or Nashville because I love Nashville and I probably would have more of a chance to see Taylor. If I was living in Nashville, I would probably want to be doing something in the music industry. Um, I've always loved to write, but I'm not really that creative. But I think writing songs would be amazing. Yeah, well, it's a dream job, so. All right, this one is, this one's. You're going to be mad at me for this one. If you if you had a one-on-one meeting with Taylor and you could only say one sentence to her, what would it be? <laughs> That's cruel. Wow, that is, That's... yeah. <laughs> it's a good question. It's a, it's a really good question. I think I would just thank her for everything. She's been the... some in, On some occasions, she's been the only one around for me or over the past seven years and so i would just have to thank this her. is this is more than one one sentence Steph. <laughs> i, I do with a good like run-on sentence yeah yeah like I would a... just have, it would have to just be like thank you so much for always being there and helping me get through life yeah sums it up this one's this one's a three in one but it's a short three in one so what is your favorite show movie and book my favorite show is Friends. Well, it's a, it's kind of a tie between Friends and The Office. Um, that's that's and, fair. That's better. And my favorite movie is Free Willy. I love. Aww. <laughs> and my favorite book. That's tough. Probably, I guess, The Hunger Games. Ooh, that could count as a movie. So my last one for you was just what was the biggest influence Taylor has on you, but you kind of already answered that one, so. I think that was all I had. I had Those one were really more. good questions. I had I asked if you have any pets so that you could tell everyone about your dog. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I have a French hound dog. His name is Parfait. And he likes just, to howl when we record. I just like his name. Parfait. Yeah, he's, I mean, I was a French major in college. And so it means perfect in French. But he's not perfect at all because he likes to howl <laughs> while we record. But other people always come up with nicknames for him and they'll say hot fudge sundae instead of parfait because they automatically think of ice cream. I I would think of that too. <laughs> Those are really good questions. That's it. That's all I have. Yay for learning more about stuff. Yes, I am interviewing Nate. Woo. And some of my questions overlap with Jill with That's Jill's okay. questions to me. See uh, for the listeners, what we did is we tried to think of these in advance without talking to each other so that we would have <laughs> a lot of different questions, but there might be some overlap, so we apologize for that. That's okay. They're all good questions. But uh, one thing, because Nate is a guy, Swifty, hmm. I wanted to ask him first what he thinks is the best and worst parts about being a guy, Swifty, in the fandom. Best and worst parts about being a guy, Swifty. Oof. All right. Well, uh, well, I mean, best, best parts about being a Swifty. I mean, yeah, say it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, most other Swifties are girls, so I guess I could start there. It's, they all it's, love you. <laughs> and, and they all treat guys Swifties very well. So <laughs> that's, that's probably one of the best parts about being a guy Swifty. One of the worst parts about being a guy Swifty I wouldn't say there is like a. Uh, I'd hate to say like the worst. It's there's nothing bad about about it at all, but uh, maybe something that could come off as like a negative kind of thing. Maybe sometimes people tend to judge you for uh, certain things, you know, for liking Taylor's music or you know going to uh, however many show you, shows you go to or even one show or you know or anything you like dress that. Dress up so. at the. <laughs> Dressing up, yeah. <laughs> right, that but, makes sense, because I think people assume Taylor's fans are teenage girls, which is Right, wrong. exactly, yeah. yeah. But I think the payoff is much greater, because all of you guys are awesome, so. Yeah, and when, it, when And Taylor, like, when she does meet the guy Swifty, she's always, like, she's always a little more, you know, <laughs> excited and into it. Yeah. You, you can tell she gives them a little extra love. <laughs> yeah, it's... Your answer actually ties in really well with my next question because I wondered if you had any advice for guy Swifties and that could be related to the the stigma that you talked about that's attached to being a guy Swifty or any other just general advice that you have for them. Maybe oh, wow. they they want advice on how to find a girl Swifty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, um I don't know what what kind of advice would I give? Uh I guess um I don't know if uh uh, I'll maybe even tie it back to your your answer before Steph. I mean, like you can you can even tie it to like Taylor's song "Mean." Like if if you're getting ridiculed or something like that. I mean, really, you don't need to worry about it. Um, like it's, uh, I mean, if if you're doing something that you love to do and you know you're supporting Taylor and and you're happy with that, then that should be it. So, so yeah. As for as for landing a girl Swifty, I mean, I pff, I don't even know. I it just kind of. It, for for me, it just kind of happened. So Nate didn't do anything. So I didn't. Yeah. It was... 
So, so yeah. Okay. Um, I don't think it's about uh, being a Swifty, just being yourself. Yeah, there we being go. Being comfortable with who you are, because mm. probably if you're uncomfortable with liking Taylor Swift, you're not going to, a girl, uh, you know, a girlfriend's not going to want to be with you, you know, if you're, like, uncomfortable with who you are. Yeah, that's true. um so one other i wanted to ask you when the first time it was that you heard taylor and what your initial reaction was the first time i can't remember what song it was it was like it was way back it was like 2006 or yeah i think it was like 2006 maybe like 2007 anyway i heard um i heard uh it was either is either tim mcgraw or teardrops on my guitar is one of the two i don't know on the radio sometime um and actually embarrassingly my first impression i i had no impression so so (laughs) oh yeah it wasn't until like years later that i actually started you know paying attention a little more so oh okay so does that mean that you didn't did you ever go to the fearless tour nope never did nope i missed the entire fearless era you didn't really get into her until you're until like 2010 right yep speak now Mm. Speak okay. Now, like, like, just dropped, yeah. So what what about Speak Now made you get really into it? Uh, I really liked it. Like, just, like, the, um, I guess the lyrics, uh, I mean, that's what I say about, like, all of Taylor's music, really. I, I like it when an artist is genuine, when they're, when, you know, they're really in it for, like, the, the uh, passion of the music. Like, they're, um, it's, like, genuine songwriting. It's not, you know... Uh, for I guess to use it as an example like sometimes on on pop stations you know nowadays all you get is like the same beat over and over again and then you know talking about getting lucky or whatever you know so so that anyway was a dig at the Grammys wasn't it yeah. <laughs> still bad I'm still bad about that by the way but anyway but anyway yeah whenever an artist has like you know genuine lyrics I mean and you can tell and they're in it for the music and they're they're not really in it to you know get rich or whatever they're in it for um, and, and Taylor herself, I mean, she does a lot of the work herself, so, um, I don't know, that just, that was very impressive to me, so. Okay, so, when the Speak Now era came about, was mine the first song you heard from that era? Um, I don't think so. Was mine? Well, maybe mine was, honestly. I thought you said it was Back to December. Yeah, well, Back to December was, like, the, was, like, definitely my favorite song off of that album. Um... But, um, I, I guess I could have heard mine first without re- realizing it. I don't know. Cause I mean, it did, it did come out months before that. So I may have right, just, like right. heard it on the radio or something like that. But anyway, yeah, back to December was, was really like the one that got me. So, okay. Well now I'll switch to an unrelated Taylor question and it's actually, it does overlap with Jill's question. Um, and it's what hobbies or activities do you participate in other than, I guess, fangirling as a fanboy, fanboying? Let's get it right. <laughs> um, over fan Taylor. manning, fan manning, fan manning. I like it. Uh, what other activities I do? Um, I don't know. I do all kinds of stuff. I have a lot of interests. I guess. Um, uh, well, I mean, most of my most of my days I spend working. Um, uh, Let's see. Um, as for like activities and things, um, I like uh, playing video games. I guess I like 
Um, I like science. Uh, my major is in astrophysics, so um, it's it's like a big part of my life, I guess. Um, uh, hanging out with my friends, I guess. Uh, when it's when it's nicer, I guess. You know, when the the weather's a lot nicer, I I like going swimming. In high school, I was on the swim team. I really like. I re- very much enjoy swimming. Um, camping. I used to camp a lot. Um, I don't know all kinds of stuff really. So he likes to read science books. I do like to read science books. Jill makes fun of me sometimes for it. <laughs> uh, so this is also an unrelated Taylor question. So what's your favorite TV show and movie? Oof! You better watch Oof. what you say. <laughs> okay, TV show. TV show that's over. I'm gonna have to say The Office. Okay, TV show that is currently. Oh look, running. you and Steph fit together perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, The Office is a great TV show. Anyone who, I mean, or actually, unless, okay, favorite comedy. Okay, see, these questions are so tough for me. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many answers. Okay, if I, if, I, if I have to narrow it down, I would say two shows. I would say The Office, because it's like a comedy. I enjoy it, like sitcoms and things like that. Or like for like a drama, I would say Lost. So, no, um, you can't take my answer. Say I'm sorry, I, those are, I mean... It's obviously a good answer. He doesn't like the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> I like Big That's Bang Theory. That's what I was going to ask you. I, I do like maybe... Big Bang Theory. I don't know what... Yeah, no, I love Big Bang Theory. I don't watch it regularly enough to have, like, a solid opinion on it, I guess, but... If you guys want to know more about Nate, just watch the Big Bang Theory, because he's okay. like those well... guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Which no. Which character is he like? <laughs> he's oh, like geez. a combination of, like, Leonard and, I'm going to say... No, he's pretty much just Leonard. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. I love it's horrible. <laughs> it's not. It's a good show. How could you not say Parks and Rec? I was about to say. That. I said I was going. You okay? See, that's. I was going to say for TV show that's still running, still still airing. I would say Parks and Rec. Obviously. So. so Those yeah. are some good picks. Uh, and I have what? Just one more, and it also overlaps with what Jill asked me. But I'm gonna be less harsh than Jill, and mine is just, what would you, what would you say to Taylor if you met her? You don't have to be limited to one sentence. Mm. Oh, so I can get more than one sentence. Okay, great. Um, Not Steph. Wow. But not a book. (laughs) Not a book. All right. Um, So. I don't know. I've thought about this question a lot. Like, if if I was somehow given the opportunity to meet meet her, like, what really would I say? I, I don't know. Um, it's it's like a tough question to answer. I mean, uh, I think when I'm in the moment, uh, I think I'm just gonna really come up with something. I know I definitely want to say something about um, basically through her, I was able to meet Jill, and then I would you know tell her a little Aww. story about that so no that's what i'm telling her <laughs> no that's what i'm that's what we will that's what we will tell her together how about that no <laughs> fine <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's I, I think the biggest one that i would say so well thanks those are really good answers well thank you all right and now it's my turn to interview Haley. so yay now Okay, I, got, I have some fun ones and some Taylor-related ones, so so I'm going to start with the fun ones. Well, a fun one, I should say. Uh, what is your favorite ice cream flavor? Rocky Road. Mm. Mm. I really like the marshmallows and mm. chocolate. Yum. Okay, Taylor-related question. Um, 
if if you could have anything in Taylor's wardrobe, what would you wear? It, oh like my basically God. the one outfit <laughs> that you would pick that you could see yourself wearing. That was meaner than my question. That's a good one. Oh my God. That, that's a good one. That's a good that question. Was, that was meaner than mine. Is it? For a girl. No. <laughs> you know, I would really want her cat shoes. Okay. Next question. Um, what is your biggest pet peeve? Oh man, I have feelings. <laughs> the biggest one I think would be when someone like pops their knuckles or like cracks their neck around <laughs> me. It's one of them. I know that makes some people just I like, have a cringe. ton related to Yeah. Me too. That's why I can't stand it. I have a ton related to work, but I won't go those. <laughs> just work in general. Just work. Work is a peeve. Just work in general. I have like ten. Um, but yeah, I think the biggest one is when someone pack, cracks their knuckles around me. Well, that's good to know. I'm glad I know that now. So next question, Taylor-related question. Um, of all of the Taylor eras, which was your favorite? I feel bad for you, Haley. I, th- I feel like <laughs> these are good questions. I don't... Like, these are... Okay. <laughs> really, I think Red has been my favorite era because I've been most involved in this era, going through them all. Like, I've kind of been a fan, I've been a Swifty, like, but this was the first, like, year I, like, paid attention to everything, and I wanted to be involved with everything, and I went to so many concerts, and, and just everything like that. I think this has been my favorite, just because I've been more involved in this era than the past Mm. ones. I'd have to agree. I would say that. For those reasons, too. Alright, so my next one, um, another Taylor-related one, um, and this kind of almost ties in a little bit. Um, when and why did you become a Swifty? I started liking Taylor when she first came out on the radio in 2006. I really didn't become what I would call Swifty, like becoming more than just a fan until 2007 2008 when more when fearless came out is when i really became like a swifty mm-hmm. been a fan since the beginning you were like a fan on facebook yeah remember when you could do that become oh. a fan yeah that was awesome i need to bring that back <laughs> Haley's the oldest of us all so, last question for you. I got another fun one. Okay. So, if you could be a superhero, what superpower would you choose? Invisibility. Hmm. That's like one of my top three. It, it, you don't really get to do anything, but I think I would like sneaking around. That would be cool. And subduing people <laughs> that way. And, <laughs> and subduing people. And I could sneak up behind them. <laughs> Haley, I'm going to add a question on because I I, I liked that uh, both I and Nate answered it. I like, or that Steph and Nate answered it. Um, I like hearing what activities you like to do besides fangirling. Besides fangirling, I'm really into crafting and that I'll throw in jewelry making, scrapbooking, anything like that I'm pretty crafty with. I like photography a lot. I've gotten away from it in the last couple years, which makes me a little bit sad, but I'm trying to get back into it. 
one day I hope to own my own photo studio and actually support myself being a photographer. Just being a mom. Aww. How old is she now? She's five and a half. Aww. And her favorite song right now is Let It Go. Hmm. Well, thanks, Haley. Thank you. <laughs> and now I get to interview Jill. Yay. And this is going to be so much fun. Because I have some good ones. Okay, my first one is a Taylor-related. If you could put yourself in any music video, which one would it be in? It's a good uh, one. Well, I know that both 22 and We Are Never are both new ones off the same album, but those are, like, the most fun ones. Like, they did so much fun stuff in that. They basically just danced around like goofballs. And those were super fun. So probably one of those. Okay. <laughs> My answer is so. My answer is so entertaining. I loved it. <laughs> no, non-Taylor related. Were you named after anyone? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. No, I think my name was picked out of a baby book. I just want to point out my name was picked out of a phone book on my birth on my on the day of my birth. <laughs> <laughs> my parents couldn't decide on a name, and they're like, "Well, let's go to the phone book." <laughs> <laughs> Not even a baby book. Yeah, I was like, "Oh." Thanks. Good story, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) A kindergartner in my oldest brother's class named me. Oh, wow. Oh. Hmm. Well, that was a good name. He could have picked, like, Pinky (laughs) Boo Bear or something. (laughs) Well, it was a girl, so... And that was her name, so... Aw. Let's see here. Out of all the Taylor fragrances, which bottle is your favorite? You mean like how the bottle looks or how it smells? Looks, not fragrance, not the smell. Oh, of it. the looks. Um, well, I'm looking at them now. I don't know. I I like how Starlight and how Taylor are designed. I do like the little the like when you get the the bigger bottles of Wonderstruck. How it comes with the you know the little chains on it with the with the what are those called? Um, charms. charms. Yeah, the charms on it. But I think I just, I really like the design of Taylor because it's really just, you know, simple and classy. And it comes with pearls. And it comes with pearls, yeah. That's my favorite as well. Actually, but I like I like and... Starlight the best because I, I like the designs on Starlight better than on Taylor. All right. And what is your biggest dream? Oh, um, this is going to sound awful, but my biggest dream is to be a housewife. <laughs> All I want to do when I grow up, and I've told this to many people, is to be a housewife. Because everything I like doing in my life consists of housewife. I love to cook. I like to clean and organize things. I love kids. So I I think I would have a good life of being a housewife. But other than that, like a real dream, probably um, I would like to... I think this is a more realistic one that I've kind of had for a while... There are these um there are these bridges that have locks on them and you like uh you initial your name in there with like uh whoever like your soulmate or whatever your partner in life and you lock them on the bridge and there's like several all over the world and I think it would be so fun if you found somebody that you know you really loved that you're going to like your soulmate in life and you got to go and lock one on like as many bridges possible because not only that, then you get to travel to all these places. So I think that would be really fun. I've never heard of that. That does sound 
like a lot. The of main fun. one is in um is in Paris. It's like called the Love the Love Bridge or something. I don't know, but it's got it's got like thousands in, on it. So. Oh, and obvious, obviously, living with Taylor Swift <laughs> and being her best friend forever. All right, this one's a little mean. If you could pick any Taylor trait and make it yours, what would you choose? Trait? Um, hmm. Yeah. And it could be anything from, like, her mute, like, her um, clothing taste or, like, a personal trait or anything like that. I kind of, I think I would probably take, like, her... Her crafty trait, like how she like kind of home makes everything she does, like her homemade cards, homemade like little even like little jars, probably just her her crafty creative trait. I like all the homemade stuff she makes. That was a good one. I never heard that before. Told you I had some. <laughs> you do. And I think I have two more. Okay, throw them at me. If you could go back and live through any era. Which one would you choose and why? Like Red Tour era or Life era? Like, I mean... Fearless, <laughs> Speak Now, Red. Okay, well... Uh, well, I, I got to live through Red, so probably... Most people would probably say Fearless, but probably Speak Now because I think she was, like, really, really coming into her element in Speak Now, and I just... I heard the tour was, like, unbelievable, and, you know, she was... I think she was kind of a different person back then. She was, like, kind of, you know, very full of life, and she wanted to, like, meet everybody she possibly could, and you could go to meet and greets, and I think Fearless was a little more country for me, and I kind of, I think I'd pick Speak Now. I heard that was a very, very fun era. And my last one is, what do you like to do in your spare time? Um, I like to watch a lot of TV. I'm a huge TV junkie, like, I have so many series of so many shows, I'm a huge TV junkie. Um, Right now I'm in school, Um, I'm trying to become a teacher, so I work a lot with kids, I like doing stuff with kids, Um, and I love cooking and baking. I think that's it. Alright, so now I'm going to interview Ashley. And I came up with some fun questions for you. All right, so the first one is, what are your three favorite qualities of Taylor? Oh, my God, that's hard. (laughs) I'm not good at picking limited numbers of things related to Taylor. I could have said, what is your number one favorite? I'm giving you three (laughs) options. My three favorite qualities. One of them definitely is the way that she like handles interviews really gracefully her classiness classiness and just like like she's really good at you know being spontaneous and like responding on the spot to whatever Mm -hmm. they might ask her and like accepting you know compliments and stuff like that and and she never acts awkward in interviews like she's always so poised and whenever I've done interviews or just like being you know on this show I always try and and take lessons from just the way that she conducts herself that way. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I never thought about that. So that's one. That's one. Another one is just, and I've talked about this before, but like her ability to make whoever, not just fans, but whoever she's, 
talking to or meeting at the time feel like the most important person in the room. Yeah, you would know about that. (laughs) (laughs) But I think she does it with everyone, like, you know, even Mm -hmm. like in a business sense, when she goes and meets like other artists that she wants to work with or like radio people or whoever, she just, you know what I mean? Yeah, she is. She's like, yeah, she's very welcoming. I don't know if that's the right word, but she's not self-absorbed. No, she, she's genuinely excited to see you, but like she really makes sure that you know it. Mm Mm-hmm. It's so sweet. She she really does. Like, even from the things I see her say to other people, I'm just like, wow. And, I mean, there are so many other qualities of her. Like, a lot of them are pretty obvious. Like, obviously, I love her songwriting. She's so charitable. She has great style and everything like that. But I think my third favorite one would have to be that she always, and I guess this is kind of like the second one, but she's really appreciative. Like, she never is too busy to say thank you to someone. She goes mm-hmm. out of her way to send personalized thank you notes to people, even with how busy she is. Like, if she has time to respond personally to fan mail, she does. And just going that extra mile to really let people know that she appreciates what they do for her. It is. It's really sweet that she does that. She does. She does go out of her way. Like, all those guitars that she signed. I love those. All right. So that was more like seven favorite qualities, but that's okay. <laughs> Um, and since we've and since we've all kind of asked each other this question, I'll ask you it too. Um, what are your favorite hobbies and activities outside of fangirling over Taylor? Outside of fangirling over Taylor, what is there? <laughs> what else is there in my life? What else is there in life? <laughs> well, I think that our listeners probably know this, but I really, really like just going to as many concerts of different artists as possible. And I think that's my main hobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really my main hobby. That's where all my money goes besides Taylor. <laughs> you do. You well, you like doing the make-a-wish thing, scrapbooking. Oh, yeah, I do that too. Yeah, well, the only scrapbooking I've been successful at finishing is my book for Taylor. <laughs> but that was worth it. so hard to do things that aren't Taylor-related, like get them done. Yeah, but I do wish-granting for make-a-wish. So basically that's where you and your partner get assigned a child and then you go to their house and like meet their family and find out about what they like. And then you help them plan their wish and like get all the paperwork done so they can go. And it's really cool. That's, that's probably like the most rewarding thing to do. But the kids that I've worked with so far and they're adorable, but so far I've only worked with two year olds and all they want is Disneyland. So <laughs> we just sent them all to see Mickey and Minnie. Oh, <laughs> but still like even getting to like grant one of those wishes, that's just like, I mean, that's not only is it like, you know, good karma for the rest of your life, that doesn't matter, but it's just like that, it's like the best feeling. Like, you get to lay down, go to sleep at night, knowing that like a two year old probably had the best day ever because of you. Yeah, it's really rewarding. I love it. I think everyone should do that at least once. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think like your main hobby is like music in general. You like music. I'm getting to meet my husband in a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh oh gavin de <laughs> Yep. he doesn't know he's my husband but not yet <laughs> you should bring a ring with you <laughs> i'm really excited to meet him though i've been a fan of his since i was in high school so almost 10 years i'm sure we'll hear all about it on the show <laughs> oh you will <laughs> we'll have a special gavin de segment well actually at his show i'm going to parachute is the opener taylor's friends her friend Will Anderson. Oh, I love Will Anderson. Oh, I'm yeah. so jealous now. So I'll have lots of news about that. Yep, oh. I'm excited. I've never seen Parachute. 
They're I I haven't either, but like I've heard they're very good live performers. That's awesome. I love Will. All right. So the next question is, where do you see yourself in five years? Besides still fangirling. Over Besides Taylor? still fangirling over Taylor. Hopefully living in Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. You've yeah. That'd be a good goal. Living in Nashville and doing something with music there. Yeah, I mean, so in Chicago now I work in marketing, but I really want to do marketing for a record label or an artist or tour, so that's definitely the place to do it. Yeah, you'd be so good at it, too. And I feel like country music, like country music people or country music artists are much more laid back about things than, you know, pop stars or other celebrities, so I think that'd be a really good place to do it. Yeah, I really want to work with country artists. I mean, I'd be happy to work with any other types, but I feel like country artists in general have a lot more focus on the music versus just like their image. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And well, since you, one of my other questions was, I'll skip it though. I was going to say like, if you want to talk about, you know, like what you, what you do now in Chicago, because it is really cool what you do. Yeah. So um, for any of our younger listeners who are in high school, I work for a company called CapEx, which is a website that matches up students with colleges and scholarships. So basically you go on there, you fill out like all your information about your extracurricular activities and grades and everything and like what you're interested in. And then we recommend colleges to you and then you can choose, you know, which colleges you want to get in contact with. So I've been working there for about two years and it's pretty cool. It's cool to like see somebody like doing an actual job that they got from like their actual degree in college. <laughs> yeah. I feel like everyone I know now like has a college degree but they're not doing anything that has to do with their degree. <laughs> it's hard. Sometimes you have to wait and apply to so many jobs before you actually find one like that. Mm -hmm. What what school did you, did you go to school in Chicago? Yeah, I went to DePaul. Oh, oh, DePaul. Okay, I know somebody who went there. Yeah, so that's right in the city, and you really get to know the city being a student there because for some of your classes, you have to like travel on the train to get to them, so you mm -hmm. learn how to get around and everything. Chicago is a fun place. All right, so I have back to another Taylor question. Back to the important ones. Of course. <laughs> what is your favorite Taylor lyric or quote? I wish you could see my face right now. I'm just like, um... I don't think that was as bad as some of the other questions other people got. Mine were pretty easy. Favorite lyric or quote? It really depends on the day or the hour of the day or the minute of the day. <laughs> well, when I say that question, like, there must be, like, a couple that come right to your mind or something. Yeah, the very, very first one that I thought of was just the song Change and honestly, all the lyrics from it. Yeah, you do like that song, I remember you saying. That was what I really wanted Taylor to write the lyrics out for me when I met her, but unfortunately, I couldn't get her to do that. Which specific one did you ask her to, or did you want her to write? Well, I wanted her to write, it was the night things changed so I could frame it with my photo from meeting her. Oh, that'd be so cute. That's creative. Yeah. I, I, I'm determined to get it from her one day. I'm sure. We will. Unfortunately, the rules are when you meet her before the show, the only autograph you get is just the pre-signed photo that they give you on your way out. Yeah, I guess it's because, like, it's so limited, like, time constraints. There's so many people that, yeah, she has to get through them all in time for the show. Yeah, it's, like, it's crazy to me that they do it before the show because 
you know, it's like, what if somebody, you know, does do something that causes it to be late or you never know. It's crazy. There's, yeah, I mean, there were several hundred people on the line. Were there that many? Jeez. So many people. Wow. That's crazy. So the next one is, what is one thing you'd like to see accomplished in your lifetime? And it can be something that you do or something that, like, you know, the world does or society. Wow. It's yeah. a deep question. I know. I know. I have some pretty deep ones. <laughs> I really have to think about that one. You can come back to that one. I'll come back to that one. All right. Let's do a more fun one. What is your favorite snack to have at midnight and don't say breakfast <laughs> <laughs> no i wasn't gonna say breakfast my favorite snack to have literally anytime is frozen yogurt froyo <laughs> so good what 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 toppings do you this is the real question what toppings do you get on your froyo usually i'll get so if the place has cake batter flavored yogurt i'll get that and then i'll put rainbow sprinkles and then like every possible chocolate topping so many toppings that's the best part of froyo brownie bites and cheesecake bites are my favorite cheesecake bites are the best those are my favorite too when i used to work at frozen yogurt i just like take cups of cheesecake bites home (laughs) so good all right i did have this one for last but we'll come back to the other one i said i think you know since we asked all the rest of us what would we say to taylor if we met her since you've already met her, if you could meet Taylor again, what would you say to her a second time if you had a second chance to meet her? So <laughs> the first time I met her, I said a lot of things and I said them very quickly because there wasn't very much time. and I just like <laughs> had this list of like things I wanted to say in my she head. She was probably just like, this girl is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but well, I think I would tell her at that point, how many shows of hers I had seen, because it would be more than the last Mm -hmm. time that I told her. And then hopefully she'd be impressed and not scared. (laughs) And then I think I would try and explain about SwiftCast what it is again, because I didn't do a very good job the first time. (laughs) I was just like, I do SwiftCast and it's a podcast. She was (laughs) probably like, oh, (laughs) cool. (laughs) And I would probably ask her if she remembers or ever wore my Law & Order Swift unit shirt that I gave her. That has to be the first thing you ask her. Yeah, and I would hope she'd remember because it's pretty unique. I mean, I know she gets like so many millions of gifts from fans every year, but I don't think anyone has ever given her that. She'll be like, oh yeah, I wear it under my clothes every day. <laughs> and you have to ask for your autograph again. Oh yeah, well hopefully it'll, hopefully it'll be in an, a different environment where I can actually get a personalized thing written Mm -hmm. from her but you know like no amount of time with taylor will ever be enough that's the problem it's so true you'll always want more it's like the first time you get a few like minutes and it's like the next time you want even more definitely like i mean there's nothing wrong with that you know Mm if you you wait months or years or however long to meet her and then it's over so quickly that it's like, it was amazing, but you're like, I need to relive this again. So true. I definitely understand why people want to meet her as many times as they can. It was like when we met Ed Sheeran in the airport, like sometimes I have like a hard time recalling like the memory of it because it was so fast. Oh, that was such a blur. And I imagine like, I imagine if that's how blurry it was meeting Ed, like I can't imagine how blurry it would be meeting Taylor. <laughs> It's like, 
so when you first start going backstage to the line, it seems like it's ages away because you're like the far end of this hallway, like nowhere near the room and you're standing and standing and standing forever. And then all of a sudden they bring you in and you're like, oh my God, Taylor's in this room. I can hear her and you can hear her in the little booth. And then you're still like somewhat back in the line, like maybe 20 people are in front of you by then. And then when it gets to be like five people in front of you is when you start shaking and like sweating. Yeah. And then when you're in there, it's like, oh, my God, and it just goes by so quick. I'd probably, like, shake and just sweat so much I'd have to, like, bring a spare shirt with me because I'd just be, like, I'd be so scared and nervous. No, she just runs to you with the biggest smile and hugs you and it's all okay. Has, oh, I can't even imagine. Imagine, like, having to be, like, one of the, like, last three people in line, too. <laughs> That's probably the worst. Yeah. Were you towards the beginning or? Yeah, I was, like. I was towards the beginning of the group that I was in, which was, like, the contest winners. Mm -hmm. There were also, like, some, like, kids with illnesses that she was visiting and, like, some corporate people and stuff that were in front of us. So there was a big mix of people. That's crazy. Yeah, you said there was, like, hundreds of people, and I I didn't even know there was that many. Yeah, I have this one video that I don't think I ever posted. It's just a short little Vine clip, but, you like, you could just look up and down the hallway and see how long the line actually was. Well, I guess that's why you only get, like, those very few minutes with her. I mean, I had a little over a minute, and that was because I kept talking. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw people who went in, like, mostly little kids who, like, you know, didn't really know what to say or, like, couldn't right. really say anything. And they were out in, like, ten seconds. Yeah, I mean, they kind of, like, especially when it starts getting towards the people at the end, like, they just must be rushing them so much. Because she does have a deadline, you know? It's like she can't be late for her show. Yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, Taylor has to delay the show because people wouldn't get out of the meet and greet. Yeah, that's crazy, though. I mean, I I guess, you know, after you've waited that long to meet her, it's like you probably don't even care if it was like 10 seconds with her just to like get to give her a hug and say that you love her after all that right. time of waiting. That's, that's all you need. It's perfect. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Well, I thought of a good answer to the last question. Okay. What would I like to see happen in my lifetime? And this is kind of a really big wish, but I would just love, and I don't even want to say it's not possible. It seems like a long shot, but I would just love to see there be no more childhood cancer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those little angels don't deserve it. It's awful. Probably just like, yeah, probably cancer in general. Just, I I feel like, yeah, there has to be, I... I don't know. It does at some points it does sound impossible, but with just all the science and like technology, I feel like somebody along the line is going to have to come up with some kind of cure eventually. You know, it's like you read the personal stories of everybody, whether it's parents, children, whoever, mm-hmm. and it's just it's heart-wrenching. Yeah. It is. That's a yeah, that's a good one. That's I think yeah, I agree with that. That's a really good one. All right, and then I have one more question to end on, and you're probably going to get mad at this one, too. But what is your... Since somebody else asked this one, and I liked it, I'm going to use it on you. What is your favorite outfit that Taylor has worn? Ever? Yeah. Haley had to answer it, so you do, too. Uh, Well, actually, I mean, it's the first one that comes to mind because it just happened, but... Her black dress and black leather jacket that she just had in New York was <laughs> seriously, like, a supermodel. Yeah, I was surprised more people didn't freak out over her, like, leather jacket. 
I thought, yeah, because it's like you don't usually see her wearing more like pieces like that. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. It looked good with her short hair. Yeah, exactly. Like she had this like almost motorcycle chick vibe going on. I also think you need to say the one sweater that you have. I have two. No, you know which one I'm talking about. (laughs) What, the Vince sweater? No. The Catsby sweater? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the great Catsby wild fox pullover. I love it. It's like the sleeves are way, way too long on me. Taylor must have pretty long arms, but I still love it. That was a good one. Although she does push the sleeves up. I looked back at the picture of her, but yeah, it's so cute. It is. I'm so jealous you have that one. It's adorable. So yeah, I think that's all the questions I have, unless there's anything else you want to add to tell anybody about yourself. Well, you know, I love Taylor. That's all yeah. you really need to <laughs> Oh, yeah. Let me just <laughs> add this in. <laughs> so yeah, and that was a fun interview. So thank you, Ashley. I hope you guys liked getting to learn about Ashley and the rest of us. Um, and we had a really fun time interviewing each other. Um, so now we have our giveaway to talk to you guys about. Just a reminder, in case you haven't heard about it, um, we have our prize pack contest that we're doing. Uh, we have a lot of cool merchandise on there. If you haven't seen it, go to our Twitter page, and that's how you'll enter. Um, you go to at SwiftCast13, that's our Twitter page, and all you need to do is tweet the graphic that we have. Um, if you scroll through our pictures, you can find it. If you scroll through our tweets, you can find it. Um, It's pretty easy. It should be the first picture that's right on our Twitter. All you have to do is tweet the graphic um, on the Twitter or on your Twitter with the caption, just entered to win at SwiftCast13's Taylor Swift prize pack. Um, And, you know, you need to follow the directions. I think uh, retweeting us, following us. And yeah, it's, it's pretty easy. If you haven't seen it, you should check it out. We have multiple cool things on there i can't remember what everything is i don't know if you guys remember yeah so it's an eight by ten photo of taylor from the red era uh a red taylor beach towel a red tour lanyard which is really cool because it has a little keychain thing that you can clip on the stuff and then a promotional envelope from the speak now era that taylor sent out to people during award season yeah, so, I mean, a lot of cool stuff. There's even some rare things in there, so I'd, I'd get on that. It's either going to go until April 13th or until we reach 4,000 followers, because that's our goal. So right now we're at 3,700 followers, so it, it could go either way. So go ahead and enter while you can, and the contest is open worldwide, so it's open to everyone. Um, we're going to ship it wherever, whoever wins. So good luck, and I hope you guys win. And I think now we just have a couple of reminders for you guys. So if you haven't yet, make sure you go and press the subscribe button on iTunes. And that's just the easiest way for it to always download the latest episodes for you. So you don't have to check back and they'll just download automatically. So make sure you do that. And then you can follow us on all of our pages if you aren't already. We're on Taylor Connect. You can add us. Our username is SwiftCast13. Our Twitter is at SwiftCast13. And our Facebook is facebook.com slash theswiftcast. And then you can email us at theswiftcast13 at gmail.com. Or if you want to recap of any of our contact methods or sites, they're all at our main website, which is swiftcast13.com. So many ways to get a hold of us. (laughs) All right. So next week, Taylor will... Dun, dun, dun.
I think that she will be going to London and buying a house there to add to her collection. Could be. I think that she's going to look amazing on the ACM's red carpet. Yes. Well, that one we already know, obviously. Yeah, this is tough because there's. I got it right last week, and now I'm just at a loss. You better say that she'll come home with all the awards. Well, yeah, I, I definitely think she's going to make history next Sunday and become the first female to ever win Entertainer of the Year three times. And to do that, we need to help her. So vote. She deserves it. Ashley, did you already say yours? Well, I mean, we already knew that she was going to look amazing on the red carpet, but I still think that's my prediction. I guess the question is just what color is she going to wear? I think she's going to show up with Meredith on a leash. Oh, that would be amazing. (laughs) I wonder, maybe she'll bring Austin or Ed. Well, this will actually be kind of cool because it'll be her first carpet with her short hair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good point. I wonder how she'll style it. Has she actually, I don't think she has, talked about the hair in any interviews yet? No. No. I'm sure that all the style people will be asking her. I'm really waiting for her to say that she stole Carly Kloss's look. She did say she loved it. Yeah, I'm just waiting for her to be like, you know, my friend Carly was the inspiration because it looks so much like her hair and it's adorable. So, you know, whatever Taylor does next week, it'll be very exciting and you can be sure that we will be talking about it on our next episode. And I have one more announcement. Go for it. So April 9th, which is just about nine days away from right now, is the one-year anniversary of SwiftCast. Yay! Oh, yeah! So... A whole year! We might have some special surprise bonus episodes and guests coming up for you. Very special guests, so I would tune in and listen. And other, maybe some other exciting announcements that could be cool. Giveaways. Giveaways. More giveaways. Because we love you guys so much. So you definitely should check that out. Yep, our big one year. So don't miss it. We're going to have a very exciting episode for you guys. And for now, we hope that you enjoyed episode 46. Um, This has been Jill. Ashley. And Steph. See ya. Bye. Bye. Peace out, Swift Scouts. Thank you for listening to this episode of SwiftCast. Visit us on the web at theswiftcast.com. The theme song for SwiftCast was written and performed by Sydney and Chuck. SwiftCast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift, Big Machine Label Group, or 13 Management. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. 
Learn more at cbp.gov careers.